Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the SSA podcast, focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, and on today's show, IMSA made its one and only street circuit stop last weekend in Long Beach. We were treated to heavy traffic, close racing, and a battle for the lead in the closing minutes. Buckle up as I take you through the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach. Now, this past weekend, I think I heard Long Beach be referred to as the Monaco of IMSA. And honestly, after this past weekend's race, I can kind of see the similarities. You know, it's a narrow street circuit that's going to punish you if you make the smallest of mistakes. Both of them have a very iconic hairpin corner to go along with various other iconic landmarks around the track and they are notoriously difficult to make an overtake at now that last point in particular makes qualifying emphasized that much more and makes qualifying critical to having a good race day well come qualifying it was the gtd classes that were first up in the friday afternoon qualifying session but before we get to the gtd cars we're going to talk about the gtp qualifying as it was a little bit more of a calm session in fact, it was Felipe Albuquerque in the number 10 Wayne Taylor Racing Acura that put it on pole. His lap time of 109.909 beat out the second place Meyer Shank Racing Acura by almost 7 tenths of a second. But as I mentioned, it was when we get to the GTD classes that things got a little more hectic. The fastest time of the GTD classes was set by the number 27 Heart of Racing GTD, Aston Martin of Marco Sorensen. His lap time of 117.811 beat out the GTD Pro Pole Sitter, who was Jack Hawksworth in the number 14 Vassar Sullivan Lexus. Now, it was pretty darn close between those two. They were just separated by six one-thousandths of a second. But the real talk of the session wasn't about a GTD car being head of a GTD Pro car and qualifying and taking honors there. It was about the crashes that happened in the closing moments of qualifying. Now, it all started with about two minutes left in the session when, coming out of turn eight, Ashton Harrison in her number 66 Racer's Edge Motorsport with Wayne Taylor Racing Andretti Acura. There's so much to say in that team name. But she got into the wall very hard on the exit of turn 8, just after the tire barriers, if I'm not mistaken. And by the time that car came to a stop, it would start smoking, and eventually a small fire would break out. Now, as all this was going on, and just moments after Harrison's car came to a stop, the number 80 AO Racing Porsche, who you might also know as Rexy, got into the wall very hard in the same spot, also causing heavy damage to that Porsche. Now, it's important to note here, both drivers were fine, they walked away all right from their damaged cars. But unfortunately, due to the damage sustained in these crashes, both entries would have to withdraw from the remainder of the weekend. Onwards to race day, and with IMSA supporting IndyCar this weekend at Long Beach, it was a Saturday afternoon race for the WeatherTech Championship, and it really did not take long for things to get going here. In fact, turn one of lap one, the zero one, loses it under braking and goes hard onto the inside wall. Now it looks like maybe there could have been cold brakes, cold tires as a factor in this one. But you can also really see the car bouncing around a fair bit just before Bourdais lost it. As somewhat of avoiding action, I guess you could say, you can also see that the number 60 and the number 25 BMWs end up getting together with the number 60 being spun around. Ultimately, these incidents would bring out a full course yellow a 
few moments later, and the Zero One would ultimately be done for the rest of the day. Meanwhile, in GTD, both of those classes were able to navigate through the turn one, lap one sort of chaos that was going on, and everybody got through cleanly. After a few minutes of cleanup, the race would resume, and it wasn't until about an hour and 13 minutes to go where chaos would break out in the hairpin. Here, the number 97, driven by Chandler Hall, would get into the back of the number 70, Inception Racing McLaren. The ensuing spin would block most of the track, and it took a good handful of seconds before everything would get cleared up. But regardless, we would stay full green flag here. Now, in this incident, it was mostly GTD cars involved, but there was the GTD Pro entry of number 79 Mercedes. At the end of the day, the only result coming out of this incident was a drive-through penalty for Chandler Hull. Everybody was, else was able to drive off and continue on with their races. Well, I, I mean, of course, Chandler was as well, but he had to drive through the pits first. <laughs> Pit stops would ensue shortly after, with just over an hour to go. And this led to, honestly, the best GTD battle of the day, I would say. And little did we know at the time that it was going to determine the race winner. After both making pit stops, the Paul Miller Racing BMW would leapfrog ahead of the number 27 Heart of Racing Aston Martin. They would engage in a good little battle for a couple of laps, but ultimately the Paul Miller Racing BMW would prevail and be able to hold that position. And it was just a few minutes later that GTP pit stops would start, and the number 10 Wayne Taylor Racing with Andretti Acura would head down pit road. However, despite them being one of the quickest cars on track, their pit stop did not go to plan. Ricky Taylor would talk to Sports Car 365 post-race about this, and he would say that the driver at the time, Felipe Albuquerque, he was having some radio problems just before the start of the race, and they were scrambling to get a new earpiece for him. Now, this issue from before the race wouldn't actually be resolved, and the headphones were just kind of left dangling outside of his suit. So, as a result of this sort of rushed chaos prior to the race, when he came in for this pit stop and going to get out of the car, those headphones got tangled on the seatbelt. He got caught on them, pulled the seatbelt a little bit tight, and it led to a pretty chaotic swap over of drivers that ultimately ended in an extended pit stop for that number 10 crew. Now, there's a little bit more to that story. I'm going to link the full article in the show notes. Regardless, though, the number 10 is behind the eight ball at this point, and there were a few other cars that were kind of off cycle here as well. For example, the number 31 Action Express Racing Cadillac, they made a very early pit stop and driver change. Not 100% sure why, but that really put them behind the eight ball here. They had to ultimately make an additional pit stop compared to the rest of the field. And the Meyershank Racing Acura, who was also caught up in that first lap, first corner incident, was also in a similar situation. After these pit stops, though, they kind of cycle back up to the front, and both of them showed that they had competitive pace. However, things would continue to cycle through here, and with 23 minutes to go in the race, the number 25 driven by Connor Filippi, while battling with Porsche's Matt Campbell, he looped it around. It was a bit of an opportune dive up the inside of, I believe it was turn 7, but uh, he looped it around, no contact, no damage or anything like that. He was able to continue on but uh, definitely set him back quite a bit on time. Now, worth noting here, the two Porsche entries didn't opt to change tires on their pit stop, and as a result, they were struggling immensely out of some of these corners, most notably for Matt Campbell out of turn six. 
Now, the Porsche's struggles was the Acura's gains as the number 10 Wayne Taylor Racing entry of Ricky Taylor was able to catch back up to the back of this group. And the best battle of the race started here as Ricky Taylor went jab for jab here with Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell putting on an absolute clinic in how to defend cleanly. Both of these drivers racing each other extremely cleanly and extremely hard. It was a very enjoyable battle to watch. Ultimately, after about... Man, it had to be close to 15 minutes at least of this battle going on. Ricky Taylor with much fresher tires was finally able to drive past Campbell. And with him, the number 25 of Connor Filippi had also caught up to them and followed him through. Now at this point, Ricky Taylor was 7 seconds behind the leader, Mathieu Jaminet, with about 8 minutes to go in this race. Meanwhile, while this was happening though, there was a pretty darn good battle going on in the GTD Pro class. The number 9, Faf Motorsports Porsche, and the number 3, Corvette, they'd been going at it pretty much since the drop of the green flag here. They were nose to tail pretty much the whole race, and they had a pretty good little battle back and forth uh, towards the end of this one. But going back to the battle in GTP, Ricky Taylor put on a charge and caught up to that leading Porsche with a couple of minutes to spare. However, this is when the most dramatic moment of the race occurs. And with just a minute and a half remaining going into turn one, Ricky Taylor sees his opportunity and he sends it. He breaks a little bit late going into turn one to try and outbreak the Porsche driven by Gemini. And in doing so, he just breaks a little bit too late, carries too much speed into the corner, and goes straight on into the tire wall on corner exit. As a result, unfortunately, the race would go on to be finished under the full course yellow. But you really got to give a ton of credit to Gemini here and Connor Filippi who both had to do a great job to avoid the wrecked Acura that was blocking the racing line. Well, when it was all said and done, we have our third different manufacturer winning in our third race of the season for the GTP class, as the number six Porsche Penske Motorsports Porsche takes the win, driven by Nick Tandy and Matthew Jaminet. They were able to hold off the number 25 BMW M Team RLL and the sister car, the number seven Porsche. In GTD Pro, it was a dominant and do I ever mean dominant win here for the number 14 Vassar Sullivan Lexus? That was driven by Jack Hawksworth and Ben Barnacote as they led all 73 laps to walk away with victory. And they beat out that great battle in GTD Pro that I mentioned a moment ago of the number three Corvette and the number nine Faf Motorsports Porsche who rounded out that podium. In GTD, it was a three-peat for the number one Paul Miller Racing BMW driven by Madison Snow and Brian Sellers. As I mentioned, they got ahead of number 27 Hard Racing Aston Martin during the pit stop cycle and they would not relinquish that lead. Hard Racing would go on to hold on to that second position and they were joined on the podium by the number 12 Vassar Sullivan Lexus. Lots to celebrate this weekend for Vassar Sullivan. Now, overall, I think this was a pretty good race, all things considered. In GTP, Acura really looked to be a real heavy step ahead of the competition in practice and in qualifying. But it was good to see that come race day, Porsche and BMW especially, they really kicked it up a notch and they gave the Acuras a really good run for their money. And then especially after you factor in the incident in turn one that 
kind of took out the number 60, the pit stop problems that the number 10 had, that really blew this race wide open for one of the other manufacturers that haven't won a race to step in and pick up their first. We got to see some great battles as well from Jaminé and Ricky Taylor right there at the end, but also Matt Campbell, especially with Ricky Taylor earlier. Things were really shaping up to be just another great finish to a race before that late, late wreck happened. Now that you think about it, I will say the number 10 has kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit the last couple weeks, getting involved in a couple of late race incidents. I know Sebring was, you know, they were just partially, they were, they were at equal fault, I would say, in that one. But, but this one, Ricky Taylor just made a mistake and outbroke himself. Given the experience that that entire team has, though, I... I would not expect to see that continue on very long into the season. Meanwhile, in the GTD classes, the racing was still good. We saw some great battles throughout the classes, but I wouldn't say any of them were really as great as that Campbell and Ricky Taylor battle that we saw in the closing sort of 25 minutes or so. But let me know, did you watch the race and what did you think of it? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, before we get into the championship standings, I just want to mention that the WeatherTech Championship wasn't the only IMSA series that was racing at Long Beach this weekend. The Porsche Carrera Cup North America was also there for a couple of rounds. Riley Dickinson took race one honors for also his third race win of the season in race one. And Will Martin took race two for his first win in the series. All right, now on to the championship standings here. And there are some very close battles yeah, I know the season is still very young, but there are some very close battles unfolding here. In GTP, the number 6 Porsche and the number 31 Cadillac are separated by just one point. And with the top 6 cars separated by less than 100 points, it is still a very, very close race here. As one would think to open the season, but uh, we've definitely seen a lot of different winners, a lot of different podium finishers, and that's going to keep things really, really tight in the early going here in the standings. Moving on to GTD Pro, it's number 14, Vassar Sullivan Lexus. They hold a 73-point advantage. I didn't realize that it was this big of an advantage over the number 79 WeatherTech Racing Mercedes. Once you get down to second, third, and fourth, though, number three Corvette is just three points back of that Mercedes. With the number nine Faf Motorsports Porsche, just a couple of points behind the Corvette. Quite a battle brewing there in GTD Pro. And in GTD, when you get a back-to-back -back winner this early in the season, the points are going to be a little bit lopsided. And the number one Paul Miller Racing BMW has a one, almost 100 point. They have a 99 point lead over the number 27 Heart of Racing Aston Martin. But right there with that Aston Martin, you have the number 12 Vassar Sullivan Lexus and the number 70 Inception Racing McLaren, who have both also gotten off very strong starts to their 2023 seasons. That's going to wrap up this Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach recap. And man, what a hectic ending to that race it was. Before you go, though, I just want to give a big shout out to all of our early Patreon supporters. If you too want to support the show, you can head to patreon.com slash off in the S's. You can also follow along with us on Twitter or on YouTube for the video version of this podcast at off in the S's. Once again, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great race weekend. It doesn't go off in the S's.